0: Jose sharks prospect luca Caglioni joins uh the show today where we talk about his draft process we talk about his draft day kind of waiting that you know waiting for it and then just how quickly it goes after that um we talk about you know quinn hughes and why he's such a big kind of role model for luca and then you know we talk about some of the w- upcoming whl season it gets to know luca off the ice so all that and more on today's episode of locked on sharks Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now and Inside the Rink. I want to thank you for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. Proudly a part of the Locked On Network where we cover your team every day or at least three days a week right now in the offseason. And uh, Luca Caglioni joins uh, where we discuss, you know, kind of his draft process and, you know, kind of get to know luke a little bit more um and yes it's cat that's the first question i asked him is how to pronounce his last name um so kind of a y instead of a g so kagioni kagioni so we're gonna work on that um but um before we get into it with Luca, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. And now we have Sharks Prospect uh picked in the fourth round. Pick 123. Nice and easy to remember. Luca Cagnoni. Uh Luca, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, really good. Thanks for having me on here. Uh, First thing I have to ask, this has been a a bit of a debate between Sharks fans. The pronunciation of your last name, I've heard Cagnoni, I've heard Cagnoni. Like, how do you, how do you, is the emphasis on the N there? Oh, yeah, it's
1: kind of like a a Y after the first N. It's like Cagnoni. Cagnoni. It's a little weird
0: one, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I was way off there. So Cagnoni, so it's not as hard G, it's more of a Y instead of a G, it sounds like. Yeah, I'll bet. The G's okay. kind of silent, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I, I mean, you're going to be in the shark system for a while. We're hoping a nice long career. We might as well get it get it uh, situated right now. So, um, for but, I mean, let's start way, way back. When did you realize that being an Angel draft pick could be an actual thing for you? Like, when did you realize that this, this hockey might be a, a career?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's always a, a dream kind of growing up and stuff like that but you know I was playing like soccer and hockey till I was about like 13 and you know I kind of had to make that decision if I was gonna stick with soccer or hockey and then you know luckily I stuck with hockey and I played like my times throughout the academy and stuff which was really good at BWC and then you know you get called up to Portland you know it wasn't drafted I got listed there and then you know COVID hit and I got uh go to Portland when I was pretty young and mm-hmm. that's kind of when it clicked in you know, that, Like, you know, like I had a chance and I could kind of get it done.
0: Um, You mentioned, you know, Portland and, and of course um, you weren't drafted in the WHL. And I, I think you had, I read you had multiple tryouts for different teams um before Portland finally signed you. What was it like? I mean, you know, being, like you said, you know, 13, 14, 15 year old kid and kind of fighting for your hockey career at such an early age.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, how I was as a kid, you know, a little undersized and stuff like that. And, you know, teams don't really like to take a shot sometimes. So, you know, a lot of dedication, you know, kind of had to go through a little adversity when I was about like 13 there, which is pretty young. But uh, you know, everything kind of worked out. So pretty glad that happened.
0: Um, of course, Sharks, uh, you know, defenseman Nick Chichek um was part of the Portland Winter Hawks. And uh, I think um you know, he was there when you got there and is now kind of the same thing was drafted in the, the, at least in the NHL and, you know, earned his NHL. How much, how does that relationship between you and Chichek?
1: Yeah, I know. Like he kind of made it for me to get in the league a little bit easier in the dub here. Cause having him as a mentor was really good for me. You know, he's, he's really positive, especially the young guys kind of made us feel like we belong there and stuff. So when I saw him, like, in the arena that day when we were doing, I think we were doing fitness testing. It was really good to see him, you know, catch up and some things. So, you know, make, makes life a little bit easier having someone there.
0: All right. Um, Before the draft, how many teams did you end up talking to pre-draft process?
1: I think I got close to every team except for like (laughs) Buffalo. I think like throughout, like the whole season was pretty crowded Mm -hmm. and, you know, you get to combine and that's, that's another kind of hectic situation. So I think I talked to almost every team. So yeah.
0: Um, combine, is it weird to kind of be like poked and prodded and stuff all day? Or is you just kind of go with the flow with it?
1: Uh, yeah, they kind of, they do it pretty good there. You know, they give you a schedule and stuff, which, which makes your life a lot easier. So you're not just like kind of waiting around. Mm-hmm. So we, it was pretty good, but it is a little nerve wracking. Cause you actually have
0: to meet them like face to face in a big group of people. So, yeah. Um, did you have any inclination that sharks might be interested or was it kind of when you finally had your name called was were you kind of just surprised or do you have a feeling about the sharks
1: uh we did at the beginning of the year that was kind of like a place that I actually wanted to go to but mm. uh throughout the year I only talked to them once face to face and then they kind of reached out to some other people around me to get some more knowledge but you know actually in the like in the third round or it was coming up to the 3rd or 4th round they, i saw their table cuz it was right in front of me and i thought they were looking at me like pretty like <laughs> funny and stuff so i was kind of like i looked to my dad and he was i was like did you see that and he he saw it too so i don't know i just kind of just kept my eyes open there and just hoped <laughs>
0: uh so i mean you, you kind of bring up the draft day right and you know a lot of people had you kind of pegged as a potential second round pick and you know you, you kind of slid back to the fourth round what is that that kind of day like is it feel like it's taking forever just going through the names waiting for your name to be called
1: yeah i mean the second day was uh was a pretty long one for me definitely you know a little longer than i did expect it but mm-hmm. but that's all right i mean at the end of it, you know, I thought it was like 10, 10 o'clock at night. That's how long it felt when you're actually in there. I got out there and it was still sunny and I was like, what the heck's going on? But, you know, it's everything happens for for a reason. So
0: that's all right. Yeah, I mean, I was in the underground, uh, you know, I was there at the draft in like the underground and it was it was very much kind of like crazy bunker and you have no idea what time it actually is. It's almost like, yeah. uh, like in Vegas, when you go to a casino and there's just no lights, there's nothing. You're just like in this, just got the TVs on and all, you know, just hearing stuff going on. But, uh, you know, and then you get drafted, right. And it's, it kind of shifts gears of like, you're just playing this waiting game to like being rushed around, right. To like, you got to do the, the photos, you got to do your availability. I know we, we accidentally pulled you back for a second availability, uh, kind of what's that process like after you actually get drafted that,
1: Yeah, I mean, probably the best media in the world, to be honest, you know, (laughs) like you kind of get to enjoy the moment, soak it all in, take a couple pictures, you know, really, really get the feel of what it's like to to be at the draft and get drafted. So it's a real cool feeling. Uh, Some people might think it's kind of hard on us, but no one's really complaining about it because you just (laughs) got drafted. Right. So
0: yeah i know you were there with your family i i ran into you guys as the kind of everyone was leaving you guys were walking the concourse and stuff was it kind of just soaking in the moment of of realization of like all the hard work as you guys are just kind of walking around yeah
1: i mean definitely that and you kind of go try to find some of your buddies and stuff like that to go see and mm-hmm. you know we did just try to really soak in the moment of what it, what it's like a uh, big accomplishment for my family too because they were with me th- throughout the whole way so yeah, just really trying to soak that in.
0: Uh, After, I'm assuming you guys had a nice dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: a good lunch and dinner, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, before we continue with Luca and we discuss the upcoming WHL season and get to know him a little bit more on and off the ice, Uh, do need to take a quick break, talk to you guys about our good friends over at FanDuel. And if you want to take your first swing at betting MLB, FanDuel has got you covered uh, because right now you get 10 times your first bet amount on bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. This 200 you can spend on everything from betting the money line to over under who you think is going to hit the first home run again just keep betting um otani to hit home runs and you're probably going to have a good time so you can do this all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use plus when you win you get paid instantly there's no better place to bet on mlb the FanDuel, america's number one sportsbook so sign up today visit fandle.com/draft to get $200 on bonus bets that's fandlecom lockdown. fandle official partner of major league baseball once you get to you know you get through the draft and then then you're getting you know calls like okay development camp for the sharks is literally like the next week um what was that like kind of that process of like trying to let things soak in the next thing you know, you're like in an NHL or at least with the Barracuda, you're like in the Barracuda arena, you're trying on the teal, all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a quick turnaround for sure. I mean, I, I flew home back to Vancouver that the next day on Friday and then had less than 24 hours really. <laughs> and then I was back on another plane to San Jose, but you know, like in the moment you don't really think about it because all you're really focused on is just showing like what you can really do on the ice to the, the people that just drafted you. Right. So you gotta keep on working and just kind of have your head down and just kind of get through the week. But they make it really good on us because you know they make it a fun week for us
0: to get to try on some new gear and stuff. So it was a great time. And at least the trip from Vancouver to San Jose isn't too bad. Not like musty or you know some of the other guys or yeah. uh, some of the guys you got come from like Russia. Come from you know who's uh, Got come from Finland. Like that's that's a huge uh, turn yeah. for those guys. So um, um, who'd you room with at development camp? I remember that pole camp, so another defense been drafted, yeah. Yeah, I know. he's. Uh, he had a pretty nice day. We're recording this on Monday. I had a nice day at the World Juniors today. I think he had a goal um at the mm-hmm. showcase. But um what – so, like, with the development camp, I mean, is it just kind of – you know, there's a mix, right? There's all the, the young guys, and there's the guys who've been there before. You have, like, your – I know Eklund didn't participate but you have your like, Borderlo's and your Eklunds and some of those guys who've been around. Was it kind of nice to maybe pick up a little bit from some of those guys? Yeah, I mean, you kind
1: of just – see how they act and you know we try to catch a little glimpse of their practice and stuff but yeah like they're professionals right you try to take as much as you can from them
0: um and then you know i've you you worked with a bunch of the uh the the coaches and stuff and uh, patrick marlowe making his kind of coaching debut for the sharks i don't know uh if you know too much about patrick marlowe but he's a little famous (laughs) in san jose uh was it kind of neat meeting him and kind of i don't know if you followed his career much at all I know you're a little bit yeah, younger, I mean, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a legend, right? You know, having the most games played and stuff. So it's obviously really cool. You know, you kind of don't believe it when you're on the ice with someone like that. But, you know, the whole coaching staff was great. And, you know, they they make you really enjoy the moment there.
0: Gotcha. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from development camp?
1: Yeah, just like how... Like, the kind of that like quick turnaround of what it's like to be a pro, right? Like, <laughs> kind of... you're you're at the draft and you think it's just like all good times, but then you go to camp and it's like, you know, you got to work hard, right. You're trying to prove people and there's people there trying to make the team and stuff like that. So you're really competitive and trying
0: to get a spot. Uh, You played really well in, in the, you know, in the development or the, the prospect scrimmage game. You know, I think you were definitely one of the the players who flashed, uh, you know, was it nice to kind of, have a nice game like that, especially with a bunch of guys who you literally just met that week and kind of trying to build some chemistry.
1: Yeah. That game was really fun, but it is a little tough cause uh, you don't really know anyone like too well there and you know how they play, but you know, you just, you kind of just have to have fun and just enjoy
0: the moment. Right. So yeah. you were with was for or have I can't remember who you were partnered with. I was with uh, a full uh, camp again. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Furlong and Havily were together in the end. Yeah. You and Paul Kemper. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember you had a nice little spinorama. you tried to kind of, speak, <laughs> you know, there, um, trying taking a page out of the, uh, William Eklund playbook there at the spinorama. So I, you yeah. already picked that up from him. So, yeah. um, so you're going back to Portland this year. What's your expectations for this Portland team, which has been a really good team for the past couple seasons. Yeah. I mean, pretty high expectations this year, right? Cause, uh, you
1: know i think we have a good team like one of the top teams in in the whole league so i'm uh got some pretty high expectations for myself and and the team to kind of go go further in the second round this year i think we kind of have to break that little curse that to get past the second <laughs> round this year and i think after that it's uh we'll kind of be a little smoother after
0: that uh i mean you know and the big thing right now is is your division right we were kind of talking about this beforehand with the US division right you have the Seattle Thunderbirds who are an absolute monster and I know big rivals for you guys but they have you know they loaded up their team last year and I know they're going to have a bunch of guys coming back you have the Winnipeg Ice who is the best team in the WHL now moving to uh when is when Anachi I don't something Anachi yeah there you go Winachi, <laughs> thank you um how insane is this US division going to be this year oh uh, yeah i mean you know got two of the teams that went to the finals
1: together so that's kind of going to add on some some more competitiveness but yeah it's a pretty stacked division uh you know you're fighting for points that's about it like every game is going to be a close one and you know you might you might lose like first place second place by one point or even like the teams at the bottom you know like might be out like seventh or eighth seed might be out because of one point I think that's how close it's
0: going to be this year Yeah, but I mean, that's good, right? The the better the competition, that's going to make you a better player, hopefully, in the long run, right, of having to play the best of the best every night. Um, And then you have, I know, Sharks uh, goalie prospect Mason Bopet is is with Winnipeg. Did you kind of know him a little bit, or have you guys chatted at all before? Yeah, I mean, we
1: played each other quite a bit when he was on Spokane there, so uh, we definitely knew each other. We were chatting up quite a bit, but, uh, you know, but it. it's your dub guys
0: <laughs> yeah well now you'll get to see them a little bit more this year so yeah. um all right so the portland winterhawks they re- rebranded a couple of seasons ago um very nice look if you haven't seen you can kind of see it on your jersey on your yeah. shirt right now uh which is your favorite uh jersey of theirs uh
1: i really like the white jerseys i know we get kind of get a lot of hate that it looks like the Kraken <laughs> ones but personally i like him with like our white helmets and stuff so Mm -hmm. that's kind of my favorite and uh we had red ones this year we wore a couple times too i think those look pretty clean
0: i do like the red ones too yeah those are those are my favorites so far so um yeah i like the red ones all right, guys. Before we continue with Luca, um, we talk about Quinn Hughes and why guys like him are, you know, role models for for Luca Caglioni. Um, and we get to know him off on and off the ice a little bit. Uh, do want to thank you guys for making the lockdown Sharks your first listen again. Probably a part of the lockdown network, we cover your team every day. Um, and if you want to be in everyday all you gotta do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube. Um, this week we'll be kicking off our kind of tour around the, the Pacific division, get to know, uh, get to know the enemy, get to know the rivals. And we start now with the flames. So just from a uh, locked on flames, is gonna be coming on and we're going to discuss what's going on in Calgary and kind of get to know what's, what's going on. So make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube as well. Um, when I talked to you at the draft, you said you modeled your game after Quinn Hughes, who, like you, um, not maybe not the tallest guy uh, on the blue line, right? Um, and you're seeing guys like Quinn Hughes and a guy like Cale McCarr, who's also, you know, uh, not the tall guy, but both considered some of the best defensemen in the world. How important is it for, uh, you know, a defenseman uh, like yourself and a lot of other shorter, maybe shorter defensemen, sorry, uh, who, you know, kind of seeing these guys as who can be the best player, some of the best players in the world, even though they're not, you know, they're both under six foot.
1: Yeah. They're role models, right. They kind of, they kind of give you some hope that you can do it too. And, you know, they're kind of transferring the game from just having like some big defense and that just, you know, don't maybe don't move too well, or kind of just stay at home and, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of having another fourth forward out there, which is a big advantage, right. And you kind of get a, I at least get to show that throughout my season and, you know, kind of, use my offensive abilities to try to make my team better and just kind of like show what I can do. Uh,
0: I have a very famous motto. Defense is for nerds. Go score points. Uh, yeah. The best way to the best way to play defense is to not have to play defense, right? Just keep it in exactly. your own zone. You don't have to play defense that way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know. So, sorry, Nick Cicek. Uh I know Nick chichuk he's a very good defenseman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it, a lot of the younger generation, you know, I'm kind of showing my age here, but a lot of you guys are kind of, you, you you kind of go to Quinn Hughes as kind of like the guy that you try to model your game after. What is it about Quinn Hughes' game that's like, I mean, yes, he's absolutely amazing, but what about Quinn Hughes do you kind of like about his game so much?
1: Yeah, like for me, I think like he's one of the smartest guys in the league just because, you know, I think he doesn't join the rush every play. mm mm-hmm and that's what kind of lets him be so offensive and why he gets the big contracts cuz he's smart enough to know when to jump up. Yeah. And I think that's like something like me too. Like I'm not going to jump up every play, but like I know when I need to and I know when the opportunity is there. So that's kind of what I see like the resemblance and just like the way that he passes the puck and you know he tries to make those complicated plays that that turn into, you know, the best plays of the game and stuff like that, right? So stuff like that that makes him so good.
0: Who's going to be better, Quinn or uh, Luke?
1: Uh, <laughs> right now, I'm going to go with Quinn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. I mean, he's been doing it for a little while. Yeah, that Hughes family is uh, they're very talented. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So the devils. Uh, yeah, going to have two of them here for a while. So um, let's get to some of your kind of off-ice stuff. Are you kind of pregame uh, superstitions? Are you a, a superstitious guy, a somewhat superstitious guy, or a let it flow type of guy?
1: uh i'm like a somewhat stitious you know like when it comes to gear mm-hmm. i'm very superstitious where it's like i okay. put it on the same way same like has to go like my left side first and then like my right and you know stuff like that
0: but you're not like you Connor know. mcdavid with the like pair of socks that he's worn since no like- no i get new <laughs> socks yeah yeah <laughs>
1: but uh I tape my stick the same way but like usually in like warm-ups and stuff like i don't really do the same stuff i mm-hmm. I like to just have fun out there. You know, like you're right before a game, like you gotta have a little bit of fun. Right. So. Yep. I like to mix it up.
0: Um, are you, uh, I assume you're a big nap guy too, before games. Uh, this coming up, like last year I started it, but mm-hmm. the year before
1: that, like I didn't take naps cause I, it made me a little too tired, but then I started really <laughs> needing them.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would love to take a nap every day, but you know, yeah. um, coffee are you a coffee guy no no not yet so that'll oh. come uh we'll yeah. get a little bit older that'll come too uh because you gotta wake up from the nap so um yeah. socks and skates you're not some monster who you kind of mentioned already but you're not some monster who doesn't wear socks with their skates right no
1: i actually like new gear which is pretty surprising for a hockey player like mm-hmm. i think i went through about like four pairs of skates last year so mm-hmm. Three, four. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I like my new stuff. I like it pretty clean.
0: (laughs) Fair, fair. Um, and then kind of off the ice here. So what's your favorite when you're not playing, what's your favorite uh, kind of thing to do to unwind? Oh yeah. Like I'm, I kind
1: of like the golf, you know, we try to go on the courses when it's not raining in Portland, but, uh, that's only for about a month that I'm actually (laughs) here for. Yeah. And you know, like I'm a big puzzler too. So I do Mm. that with my billets yeah we uh we got puzzle. We kind of go at that until it's done but i don't play video games mm. none of that so yeah it's uh it's a little weird but
0: <laughs> it's okay i mean everybody you know uh everyone's got their thing that's a puzzler though uh what's the biggest puzzle you've done
1: uh 2000 pieces. i think Oof. we tried doing a 3000 last year but we didn't
0: finish it so <laughs> i know there's like you know like get to a point where you're just like i'm done with this i'm tired of looking yeah. at it start a new one so you gotta do playoffs you know i don't, I don't know what's more important but <laughs> yeah um guys i can't i gotta finish this puzzle tonight sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right uh and then what was the last show you binged
1: uh i watched quarterback on netflix okay. i really enjoyed
0: that yeah Gotcha, gotcha. I know I've not watched that yet. I've been uh, catching up on Star Wars stuff for Ahsoka, so that's my okay. yeah, that's what I've been doing. But it's on the to-do list here. Um, but and then uh, last book you read, big reader or no? No,
1: <laughs> not really. I mean, I've read like the Bobby Orr book. Okay, because uh, like yeah. I'm I'm in like their agency, right? So like they sent me a book, and you know, I thought it'd be nice to read it. It's it's a very good book, but. Yeah. I'm not like the biggest reader. I would say
0: that's oh, right. Last movie you went and saw.
1: Oh, Pre-res- it was actually last year in like the theaters. It was with our team. I think we watched like the cocaine bear or whatever. <laughs> <when that came laughs> up. We all that's thought a- it was going to be really good, but uh, it was all right. It was, it was
0: interesting. That's a, uh, that's definitely a, you know, it's going to be a bad movie, but you're going uh, <laughs> to have fun with your buddies watching that movie. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, Luca, thank you so much for, uh, for your time. Uh, I know it's, it's, you know, well, it's middle of the off season right now and you're going to start getting ready for, uh, you know, uh, getting ready for, for WHL season here, but uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, again, I think every Sharks fan is super excited to see what you're going to be able to do uh, and gonna have fun in this WHL season here? I, I have a feeling it's going, be, it's going to be a fun season for you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Appreciate it, buddy. See ya. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Luca Caglioni. Um, seems like a, a great dude. And I, I think, again, I I have, I just have a gut feeling with him where we're going to be looking back in five years going, how did he make it to round four for the Sharks? Um, just, he, he seems like he's got that kind of work ethic and drive um, to just be good and be awesome at what he does and i I think um he's such a smart player and he talked about quinn hughes and you know how being the smartest guy out there and knowing when to kind of pinch and when to kind of you know to hang back and when kind of reading those plays um if you go way way back to my draft profile i did with on him with daniel g that was what he he talked about was his ability to kind of you know be the smartest guy out there and his skating um will make up for his size. And I think I, I I just I have a feeling about him where we're gonna be looking back and being like, wow, what a steal. So um again, thank you guys for making Lockdown Sharks your first listen. Um probably a part of the Lockdown Network. Recover your team every day. Um if you guys want to follow the show you can you follow the show wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube as well or do both. Um do both. So um, you can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Threads at Locked On Sharks. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Threads at my fryhole. And until Thursday. Um, so again, we're gonna be doing Monday, Wednesday, Thursday releases. Uh, I think while we're at three days a week, um, that way you guys have something for Thursday, Friday, or you know, I, I just Monday, Wednesday, Thursday feels good. Um, so um, yeah. So until next episode. Bye, friends.